We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. How's How's your week going? going? Um you know just another week just just another one I swear life just seems like it's on repeat it's like I know there's exciting things going on in my life but at the same time I'm like is this literally why we live just to like work and then <laughs> it sure feels like it takes a couple it's days so and then work how, again like, it's so funny how work can go through like phases like you're either like swamped and dying and just like why my life's always going to be this way or you're just like why do I have so much free time this week like what's going on I haven't had one of those weeks in a while and it's just been nuts. Yeah. I just feel like, and I know we've talked about this before about like that feeling of when we were like in the office five days a week and like, we still found time to do everything we have to do in grocery shop and clean the house and still see friends during the week and whatever. Like I can't even imagine what that's like anymore. Like I'm dead after work. I feel like I don't have time for anything, but like work, work out, cook dinner and then kick my into gear of like being tired (laughs) and I used to like when I was dating like weeknights was like I'd always try to go on dates on weeknights yes I was like like, weekends with your friends and and then I'd be like out super late or I'd be on the phone super late and I'm like oh my god I can't imagine if I had to like stay out till like 1am going on dates no now (laughs) it's like somebody will ask if I want to do dinner on a weeknight or something and I'm like I do because it's just like also easier than I still have my weekend with Jordan and everything, but like I don't either. Like I don't to go out to dinner on a weeknight sounds so tiring. Well, I mean, I was like, I think it was like one o'clock today. I like texted you. I was like, I know we are like trying to get ahead because you're gonna be out of town and then I have my surgery, but is there any way we can record another day? Because I really don't want to do this. I was like, I can record next Thursday. You're like, yeah, that's Jeff's birthday. That's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, I have to record tonight. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like very, it's, yeah, I feel like I don't want to do anything at the end of the workday, but I feel like I always have something to do, but it's bizarre. Know. Like on the days that I'm in office and I'm in office three days a week, I, cause I try to keep a routine of like getting home And usually I'm working out at least one or two of those days. And then I cook dinner and then like the rest of the night, like Jordan and I barely even talk on the days that I work in the office because I come home and I'm almost like a zombie. Like I'm just so tired. I've talked to people all day. I've had to think all day. I've had to have discussions. all. I don't, I just want to sit here and like zone the world out for like an hour I have before I have to go to sleep. (laughs) Does that bother him? Is he like 
No, he- I mean, we, and I'm being dramatic. Like we talk, sure. we check in about our days or whatever, and yeah. we eat dinner together. Or we sit down and eat dinner together. But then it's like, he just starts like watching his sports or playing his, you know, sports video games or whatever. And I literally just check out and I go to bed way earlier than him on work night, work nights anyways. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it's funny because Wednesday is my last day in the office each week. And so it almost feels like a Friday, even though uh-huh. it's not, even though I still have to work two days that week. But it's like I stay up a little later and I come home and I'm like all chit chatty after work because like I I know like mentally I don't have to like go to bed and wake up at 530 and pack my lunch and have like that draining. That's funny. That's how I feel on Thursday night. Like Thursday nights a lot of times we'll like go out because it's like, oh, I'm done with work going into the office this week. It's like practically (laughs) Friday, even though I have to work tomorrow. But (laughs) it's so funny. But like, sometimes I think about that and I feel like this is a good thing to discuss is like the work-life balance. Cause sometimes I feel like I have it so down and sometimes I feel like I so do not have it down. Yeah. And I feel like that goes in waves too, just with like what's happening at work and how busy it is and, and all of that. But what are ways that you handle? Cause I know you are in a job now that is way busier than your previous job. Yes. Like, how do you handle the work-life balance and setting um, healthy boundaries for yourself? Well, when I have like serious plans, like for example, last when or last Thursday, we had like a hockey game. So those, I literally put on my calendar, like hard stop 530, like, and does anybody see it? Probably not. But it's like, I have that like mental note in my head where I was like, Hey, I told you all I was, I was piecing out at 530. So I try to like, when I know that we have something we're doing, I definitely try to like put that in place. Or if I could sense something being put off until later in the day, I will definitely fly. I'll be like, just an FYI, like I'm def- I'm like signing off and I'll be unavailable after 530. Is, so I- is that a you thing? Like, is that a boundary that like you have for yourself and you created? Or is that the culture of where you work and the culture of like, it's okay to put something on the calendar when you're out of office and it's okay to, I mean, it's definitely okay. I would say I did it just to set that because people will message you at all hours. Like, and so I've just, there's some nights when I know there are hot projects and I have no problem like responding to things. And then there's other nights where it's like, I have plans and it's like, I know this doesn't need to be responded to tonight. Nothing's going to be done about it tonight. So it can get responded to in the morning. Exactly. And, and I so, remember when you first started um, at Taco Bell, I remember you were like, because it was such a big difference from where you were before. And you were yeah. like, oh my gosh, people are messaging me still at 10 o'clock. Like you had all this pressure to like keep up and and join the workaholics and all of that. So I'm sure like getting to a point where you're like not new anymore and you don't feel that same pressure and you know when when you need to put in extra time. I was like just going to say, out. it's definitely all about knowing like what projects are needed and what projects really can. Because some people do just like, they had a busy day, so they're catching up. So they're in like, that's fine. But I'm just like, I know my response isn't going to make a difference. So I'm going to respond in the morning. Exactly. And that's how I go through phases. Like there's times, um, I honestly feel I have all of the same work that I do, whether I'm in office or remote, but there's something about, about my remote days. At least I know that I know it's not the same for you, but you have a very meeting heavy job. I don't. Um, but like, I feel like I'm like out of sight, out of mind when I'm working from home and I get actual time to like work interrupt uninterrupted, where when I'm in the office, like I can barely get like through 20 minutes without 
some kind of interruption, you know? Um, but I do like, I definitely struggle, um, the, the most with responding to things after work, I do it mostly for myself. Like it drives me nuts to see the notification. I just want to, like, I would want an answer if I asked something. So a lot of things I do, but a lot of things are also just quick little responses, you know, like, I don't think that I, on most days, if somebody sent me a request would go back and sit at my desk and like do it at eight o'clock at night, I'd be like, no, that's a tomorrow problem. But like little like email responses and stuff, I definitely do after hours. But I like, I feel like I have pretty healthy boundaries with work. I am all for taking my PTO. Like I take a lot of it and it's kind of a running joke. My boss like has teased me for years. She's like, Stephanie has no issue taking PTO. She knows (laughs) I do. Cause there's some people that like, I don't understand. Like, do you want to be here as often as you're here? Do you not want a day off? Like, I don't understand. Um, I was really good about taking my breaks and lunch um, for a while. Like I was walking, work got weird. I need to get back into that. I meant to get back into that this week and I haven't. Um, But that, and those are things that I also had to put on my calendar. Like I also had to like put a calendar reminder twice a day to like, Hey, go take a 15 minute walk. Because if I don't, I'll forget or I'll get booked on something. Um, but I was pretty good about that. I need to get back into it. So that's a big Um, Taco Bell thing. Like at my old job, everybody kind of lunched when they wanted to, which I do kind of miss because that was nice at times. And if I really have to go at a different time, I can, um, like when I've gone to like appointments on my lunch, whatever, but like as a whole Taco Bell is like pretty big on like take your lunch from 12 to one. So everybody can like leave each other alone. And, and then there's days that sometimes I still work through my lunch or like, but I try like, and sometimes I'll even like leave my phone. Like I won't even like have my phone with me at lunch just cause I don't want, cause people will still be like hitting me up. And then I'll like, end up like just going back and like working. Cause I see things. So I'm just like, no, I need to take my break. And like, if I take, want to take Penny for a walk or I want to like catch up on a show for a little bit or it's just like so nice to get out of my office for half hour to an hour. Yes. And I definitely think that like the stress we bring on, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but I know myself, like the stress of work that I put on myself, like I put on myself, it's not my, I don't have a boss that I'm like scared of and, and she's hounding me all the time and asking me to make some, sure something's done. So I, I go through, I skip lunch, you know, like that is not my reality. My reality is I stress myself out. Yeah. And so I, I end up like sacrificing things that I shouldn't sacrifice because I stress myself out. <laughs> Nobody sure. else is stressed, but me. Uh, but that's, that's would be the number one thing I think I do need to work on with my work-life balance and setting boundaries is like not bringing the stress of work home because I do and it will ruin you've seen it like it ruins my mood I am like a different person when I bring that stress home and let it like you know like I need to shut it down at four o'clock and leave it there and then worry about it again the next day yeah Um, but that's definitely somewhere that I think I can improve in And then I think the other thing that's like hard too is I remember like before I ever worked, like my, my mom would like try to, you know, we're trying to apply for jobs and in our first job, she's telling my sister and I like all this work advice. And I think the advice that like our parents gave us from the generation that they're in, like doesn't necessarily translate to the workplace today. So a lot of these things that my mom would tell my sister and I about 
always going the extra mile, go in early, stay late, work through your breaks, don't ever take time off. Like that work ethic that I feel like a lot of boomers have. Oh, I don't feel like my mom ever told me that. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember my mom. My, My mom would tell my sister and I like always, always do more to get like, you know, get noticed and impress them and blah, blah, blah. And I did that for a long time. And I'm like, it, maybe it's the field I'm in, but I just feel like going the extra mile doesn't benefit you. Like, I feel like I I don't like, I, at least in my experience, going the extra mile has not paid off more than it has paid off. To me, I think it's just, I, cause since being at Taco Bell, I have been pretty good about my boundaries as much as I can. And I've worked really hard to like learn a field that I wasn't from originally. And so like, I've had to work extra hard to try to like be noticed and feel like I'm like, can be seen that I'm working hard and I'm doing a good job. And I feel like there's so many ways you can do that and showing initiative without having to jeopardize those boundaries that you set in place. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, um, I think, I just think it's different, at least speaking in my experience, you know, from things that my parents have told me, like my mom's work ethic was always do more. Like, yes, you're paid to work this time to this time and you're paid this much and you're not paid anything to do anything outside of that. So your mom wasn't a silent quitter is what you're saying. Yes. And for (laughs) me, like I, like I do, I struggle with it sometimes. I don't always stay within those boundaries, but I do think it's realistic to only do what's expected of you. I don't think you should have to do more of than what's expected of you unless you're being compensated or rewarded somehow for doing like there has to yeah. be light at the end of the tunnel for someone if you want them or expect them to do more than what sure. they're you know now you can expect them to do what their expectations are but anything more than that there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel and I think unfortunately for people there's not and then that can create you know either unhealthy boundaries at work or just animosity in the workplace so I would say I have pretty good work-life balance. Definitely struggle with the bringing the stress home. That's probably my my um, my downfall. Yeah. Okay. I saw you post on Instagram. You started watching Beef on Netflix. And I have finished watching Beef on Netflix. You finished it. Oh my, I oh, was yes. going to say. I'm like, okay, so you binged that quick. Oh yeah. We started it Friday night. Though. Like I loved it. Um, It was fantastic. I was obsessed with it. I thought it was so good. It was a perfect, like, just dark comedy. Like, yep. it was. So I'll tell you right. So I started with Jeff. We watched the first two episodes on Friday night. And then after the second episode, Jeff was like, he, he was like, you know what? I think you could watch this one without me. And I was like, really? I was like, you're not. I was like, I'm like already hooked. And it only got better after the second episode, I felt. And he was like, he was like, no, I'm liking it. But he's like, it's just one of those shows. And he does always say this. This is exactly how he was with Ozark too, is he feels like he just hates watching shows where everyone is depressed. Like we're just, everybody's like, he's like, I just can't sit and watch everybody like be miserable and be like, he's like, it's so depressing. And I was like, well, that's definitely what beef was. There wasn't like one person on that show that wasn't a miserable person in some way or another. And he was like, so he's like, I'm like, he's like, I like it. He's like, but it's also like super depressing. Which is true. I I can definitely see that. And 
things affect people like in different ways. So if Jeff's vibe is like, I want to watch things that are funny and make me laugh or whatever, like this show does have parts that make you laugh, but. Oh no, definitely was funny. Like, but um, yeah, he just can't do where like everything is just so depressing. And yeah, um, the show was like light and heavy at the same time. Like they tried to make it light by like the humor. Because it's very over the top too. Like this whole, like the whole story is just so over the top but i was obsessed with it i could not especially because every episode's like 30 to 35 minutes that's the best part like why can every show not have and then so then i was like oh i could watch another one it's only 30 minutes like i was just (laughs) so hooked um i like want to talk more about it but i like don't want to totally spoil it but yeah you guys if you have not started it yet and are looking for a show Laura and I have both given it the thumbs up. So check it out on Netflix. Absolutely. Episodes are super easy to watch. Like you can fly through four easily. Yeah, it's 10 episodes and which puts it at probably like hardly just over four hours. Because even then with all the credits and stuff, the episodes are probably just about under 30 minutes. So yep. totally worth it. Loved it. Um, yeah, Very it was just, show. it was juicy. There was just so much stuff going on. I just got, it was good. I loved it. There was. I thought the acting was great. I thought like, I, I really liked that show and I didn't know if I was going to like it ahead of time or not. And I, you also know me, I don't get into very many shows. So when I finish a show, yeah, kind of a big deal. Well, I had like planned on um saving it for when um I was on leave with my surgery, but then I was like, actually, I think Jeff might like it. So I was, we always do like, we're all like play him the trailer and then he'll like be like, yeah, I'll give it a chance and like we'll check out an episode. And so that was like Friday night. I was like, oh, well, if he wants to watch it, then maybe we should start it. And then when he like decided he was like over it, I was like, nope, I'm finishing it this weekend. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> You're like, I'm binging it. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, so another thing I was going to comment on really quick, um, is I feel like it's been a while. I feel like it's just normal now that I live with Jordan and there's not really much to update on, uh-huh. but, um, I know, we used to do weekly Jordan updates. We used to do weekly Jordan. And now it's just like, I live with him. He's involved in my yeah. weekly weekend recaps, but yes, I remember that. Okay. So the Jordan update is, yeah. so what's new with Jordan this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I have been asked by a couple people lately, um, what our plans are when our lease ends, because I had originally mentioned that I was moving into his place. He has a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment. We were just going to make it work until August when his lease ends. And then we were going to figure out in August what our next plan would be, whether that meant we lived somewhere else completely different from here or just moved to like a different unit here. And um, honestly, like we're to a point where we're not leaving. So we're like, we're staying in this apartment complex and we don't want to fork out. Like it's been fine. I think I thought in my head that it was going to be like a lot harder living in a one bedroom, the two of us, and then working from home twice a week together and just constantly like not having, feeling like we don't have space and it hasn't felt like that at all. Like we have a really good setup for each of our, um, like areas and desks that we work at. And, we're both pretty easygoing people. Like it just hasn't been an issue. So for us, like aside from wanting an extra bed, so like if my sister came into town or his mom comes to visit or something, like you have an extra room, which we don't, um, there's really no need to fork out like hundreds more for a second bedroom and do the move and, and everything like that. So 
we're probably staying here. Um, I would say we're like 95% staying um, in the same apartment we are at. It helps us save a little bit of money too, not getting a different unit and having as big of a rent increase. Um, But yeah, other than that, um, we make a good team. Like I feel like there's seriously a sincere effort from both of us to like make sure we're both happy all the time and feel supported in things and stuff. So things are um, going really, really good. Isn't it honestly like the best feeling when, cause it's like, you get so like, I remember I was so nervous moving into with Jeff. Cause you just like, you know what it's like just when you guys hang out on weekends and stuff, but like, well, and I knew I was like, kind of sad. Like I was like excited, but I was kind of sad. Cause I knew it was going to change. Like I knew it wasn't going to feel like we're just dating anymore. Uh-huh. Like, and, and I knew it was more than dating anyways. Like we were, I knew we were in a relationship, but when you're not living together, it feels like it, like every like date feels like more than just like going to dinner or whatever yeah. when we live together. And so I knew like, oh my gosh, like we've been together, you know, a year and a half or whatever. And it's like not going to feel like we're like dating anymore. It's, it's going to feel like we're living together, which I mean, it's, it's still both, but no, we do like, we're both like pretty easygoing people. Like we both have our, our things that we're not as easygoing about, but like we sincerely do like work really well as a team. We both um, really care that each other are like, okay, and happy and feel supported and everything. So it's definitely, um, been good. And I think like I've mentioned it before, like I'm not a huge TV person. If I was, if I had like a million shows lined up that I wanted to watch all the time. And he also had all his sports lined up and we had to fight over like who gets to watch in the living room all the time. Like that would be an issue, but I, I rarely like, I'm rarely like, oh, I really want to watch like this show, you know? So I'm like, it just works out like it just works yeah. out but um, I would say like knowing that we're most likely staying here I do feel a need to start decorating now I really haven't decorated at all like the only thing I've done is change his bed sheets when or his whole bedding actually when I moved in I'm like okay like the navy blue like boy bedding is gonna go and we're gonna get like <laughs> cute white and so what else like what is the type of stuff that you're wanting to change so I would love to change like the whole living room. Um, but I just don't know if that's smart to get like to buy like a new couch and new so furniture and stuff. I was just gonna say I wouldn't do anything like big like that, only because then if you do move in a year or whatever and it doesn't fit and it's not like you're like oh we need a bigger cat like we like it's just you guys have such a small place now you don't know what you're gonna have next. I wouldn't yeah. make a big purchase like that. Yeah. So as uh, as much as I would like to do that, I, I feel the same way. I think like it wouldn't make sense to like buy a new couch or whatever and then not yeah. have it fit somewhere else. Um, but I think just little things like getting different wall art and getting, putting some pictures up and kind of just making it feel like little like splashes of like high I, I decorated here. Yeah. Because um, he's very like, this was very like, not bachelor pad, but like, I, I think this is the first place that he's ever lived, um, without roommates or any, or anybody like lived yeah. on his own. So a lot of what he has were like originally in his parents' house and then they gave it yeah. to him when he moved, you know? So it's a lot of like parent decorating kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I just need a, not that there's to, anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but like, I definitely, I haven't felt the urge to like make decorating a priority or really to do anything about it because I I haven't known like if we're gonna stay here or not but now that I know we are I'm like okay I might as well like make it 
feel like home as far as like decor goes for at least the next, I think here you have to sign like year and a half leases. So that means year we'll and a half. I want to say, yeah, I don't think they do 12 months. And yeah. You're there another two, two years, probably from now. Yep. That's crazy. I've never heard of like people not doing 12, but I know. Isn't that crazy? Well, I guess it's time for us to go shopping then. I keep saying. I know we need, we need to go after your surgery. Once you're ready to like get up and get moving and go have fun, we'll, we'll drink yes. some protein shakes and go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Typically it would be like, let's go to brunch and then home goods. And now it's going to be like, oh, let's just grab a protein shake. And... <laughs> oh. So, but I mean, other than that, how was, how was your last week? What's going on with you guys? anything last, fun going on yeah last week was good um thursday was the movie night at jordan's work that they do every month so i was just gonna say do they do that once a month i feel like they come so fast every <laughs> single month it's crazy um so this month was avatar and i was like how are they doing the new avatar and i was like how are they doing the new avatar like who's gonna stay for a three-hour movie like yeah. that sounds awful we don't stay for the movies anyways like we go for like the socializing the dinner like the, so the you guys movie. never do the movie part we've never stayed for a movie like we might stay for like the first 15 or 20 minutes and then does anybody mm-hmm. there are people that stay but a lot of people do what we do too they go okay. for the social part of it and then they leave um the food was like the best so far I was like so happy the food's never bad but like it was like so much better this time. it was had- so funny because I don't remember if you tag did you tag the person yes Okay. Cause I was like that. Well, the name like was triggered because the name of the caterer was Taylor made cuisine. Right. Yep. And I remember like that, like was triggered to me because I was like, Oh, it's like our friend Taylor, like Taylor uh-huh. made tasty Taylor made cuisine. I was like very similar name, but, um, I remembered the name because I actually had reached out to her last year or maybe the year before to do catering for one of our family parties at my house. Oh no way. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, Oh, I've actually talked to that girl before. I was like, her they food did look good. Such a good job. Like they did a like pokey station where you like build your own pokey and it was so freaking good. Like so good. And then they had my favorite besides the pokey was probably, um, they had this like pineapple chicken fried rice Mm-hmm. And it was in like this like huge pineapple. And so they were like serving it out of the pineapple and they uh-huh. had these little like Chinese takeout food boxes that they put it in that uh-huh. had like the company logo on it. And you, so you got this cute little like takeout box of like fried rice. So to, did you like, take it home? <laughs> no, I ate it oh. there. It was just oh, okay. for looks. And they had like a really pretty like um they, they had these like trays of fruit that you could take. And it was all different. I was like mango and passion fruit. And just, it was so pretty and so good. Um, and then it was fun. Like they always have some kind of activity and they had like a blow up, um, like surfing simulator type thing. Like uh-huh. it, it looked like a jump house type thing, but then they had a surfboard. Had a surfboard guy, in like, it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like the bowl, but a surfboard. Yeah. And uh, I did not do it because this one girl fell off of it. Like everybody falls off of it, but the direction that she fell off, like she fell and she fell on her feet. And so she's kind of like running. And I was like, she's going to face plant into the cement. I'm like, I just saw the vision of what was going to happen to me in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not so, but that was fun. I always look forward to that. I'm going to miss next month because I'll be gone. 
Um, but while I'm gone, Jordan's mom is going to come visit him. So she, she's going to get to go, which will oh, be cute. I was going to be like, well, I'll go with him then. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> what, like, Jordan, um, if you ever need somebody. Yeah. Do they, when do they tell you what the next movie, do they tell you like that night, what the next movie is going to be? Like, how do you I know what the next tell one you, is? Like, they don't tell you that night. They tell you probably like a few days after what date it's going to be the next month, but they haven't said the movie yet. I'm they must have a coordinator a that all they do is plan these events. I know. They have a crew that like literally just plans because not only do they have this monthly thing, but then they have quarterly events and yeah. then they have yearly event and then they have, it's just parties all the time. They're the like Christmas so- party and everything else. Like it's crazy. So many events. Um, I'm guessing next month is going to be Coco. It's like the day before Cinco de Mayo. And I'm like, how cute would that be? Oh, Um that's my guess, but I won't be there, so I can't partake. They, because they already did Encanto, huh? Yeah, they did. They did Encanto, but they have not done Coco, and they always kind of switch off from doing like a kid movie to like a more like adult movie. So I feel uh-huh. like they're due for a kid movie. Um, but Friday, I went to dinner with my friend Ava. She and I used to work together. She was my old manager. Um, so we. We like did not do well. We've stayed in touch ever since she left. I think she left in 2021 and we talk all the time, like multiple times a week. Um, but we have not like seen each other really. And so I've seen her twice, like in the past month now, and it really helps. She lives in Mission Viejo. So I live closer to her now and it's just like a lot easier for us to see each other. Um, so we went out for tacos and margaritas and that was a lot of fun. Um, she's definitely like one of like, the better friends I've made through work over the years. So it's definitely nice to be seeing her more. She was supposed to be at the same conference I'm going to next week. And she's dumped it on me on Friday that she's not going to another another work event to attend. I was like, so sad. I was looking forward to like getting to like go out in San Diego with her and stuff. And I'm like, nope, guess not. Yeah. Um, But that was fun. And then Saturday morning was so nice. Like I, my body just naturally wakes up early. Like I don't set an alarm most days, but like I slept in and stayed in bed until probably like nine 30 in the morning mm-hmm. and never really do that. And it was just so nice. Like, I feel like that's something to brag about because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get to do it that often. So it was really, really nice. And then it was such a pretty day on Saturday. So we both wanted such to good like, weather. Oh my God. It was so pretty. And so we both just wanted to like be outside. So we were like looking for somewhere to like go have lunch outside and like maybe a glass of wine. And so he had found a golf course near us that had like a restaurant. And so we went and we sat outside. It was so pretty, had a glass of wine and some lunch. And then they had a driving range there. He brought his club. So he did um, the driving range. I tried like a couple and I had sandals on and it was just awful and embarrassing. So I (laughs) I was like, I'll take pictures of you. It's fine. Uh, ran our errands and then did a movie night at home. We watched Cocaine Bear. It was like just as bad as you think it would be. But like, I've heard mixed reviews though. I heard a lot of people that really liked it. So that's what I was gonna say. Is you know, like movies that are supposed to be bad, they're not trying to win an Oscar. It's Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Um. So movies that like are almost trying to be like so dumb that it's bad and like, like it's like that so I I don't think they ever tried to take themselves seriously like they were trying to put out a masterpiece and like make this a serious movie this is this is like Sharknado yeah like (laughs) so it didn't like super bother me I just I think it's when you see that it's called cocaine bear and you look at the poster and it's like this crazy bear like you just have to know what you're getting into when you watch it 
Yeah, for sure. Um, but we were excited to see it because Jordan- So cocaine bear is not your flavor of the week is what you're saying. Definitely not my flavor of the week. But okay. he's wanted to see it ever since it came out in theaters. Like for some reason, he's like, I want to see cocaine bear. And, uh, but we don't pay, like, we never go to the movies. So, so is this I, a bear that got into some cocaine and went crazy or what? It's like based off a true story, apparently. Like obviously, obviously really? exaggerated, but apparently um, like this drug cartel or guy or something- was flying in an airplane and he had to like dump some of the drugs i don't i don't remember if he was like people were onto him or whatever but he like threw like pack packages of the drugs out the plane and then he was gonna skydive and like land in like the forest or whatever where the drugs were but he died his parachute didn't open and so this bear like got into the cocaine and then everything that happened in the movie obviously didn't happen in real life but like up until that point that's true wait Uh, the bear getting into the cocaine is true too yes like it actually got into the and i don't really know what really happened in real life but i can guarantee you what happened in the movie was not an accurate representation (laughs) um but up until that point that is true the bear did gosh i need to google that that's funny i know me too see those are the netflix documentaries i want don't make a stupid (laughs) movie about it give me a documentary exactly Um, and then Sunday went to brunch with you and our friend Jamie. So that was really fun. We did oh, pastinos. Um, we've talked about pastinos on here before. If you have one near you, it's like the freaking best. Like I I think it's like the best because it's actually good, but it's such a good deal and it's so hard to find places that are actually good and a good deal anymore. It's hard, it's hard to find a good deal, period, anymore. Yeah. The fact that it's like a great deal for like a nice like brunch or afternoon out or whatever is like and can't beat six dollar glass of wine any glass on the menu is six dollars during their happy hour it's insane and happy hours all day until five o'clock seven days a week like yeah best place ever um and then just had a lazy afternoon on sunday getting ready for the work week so that was my weekend what about you we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, had a super busy weekend. I actually had a three-day weekend, but it did not feel like it because it just flew by. Uh, kicked off on Thursday night. We had our last um hockey game of the season. So we had the Kings Ducks game for the last game. So that was fun for me and Jeff because it's always fun when we have our rivalry games. Um and it was we had a really good time, and then we kind of like talked because at first we were like set we weren't gonna get tickets again, and now we're like trying to figure out how we want to do it just like do we want to like split tickets with somebody or do we want to like like I think like now that it's over we're like oh but it'll be like sad if like hockey season comes and like we don't have tickets because Jordan just told me at dinner tonight that the Ducks ended up with the worst record in hockey this year yeah yep which ends up being actually a good thing because then they get the best draft pick right well you have the best odds of getting so oh, okay. the way it works is um there's so like I think we have it's somewhere around a 20% chance of getting first draft pick where if you're a better team you have like less than a 1% chance like it's so it's 
definitely towards the end you're like fighting to lose more than win because you're shooting for the draft pick so um yeah we ended up being last couldn't believe it (laughs) I mean I could (laughs) because but it was I think what sucks is we sucked this year but it was like it wasn't like we were getting like blown out every game like we still had like a lot of fun games like it was just like annoying because we would lose like but it wasn't like we were getting like blown out you know what I mean like we would lose like four to three or like it was just it was a very frustrating season but we still love going like Jeff's not even a Ducks fan but he still likes getting tickets because he's just a big hockey fan and he enjoys it so undecided on what we're gonna do or not we're gonna figure that out because our rep has already been calling us asking us if we want to renew our seats pressure but and we already told him like probably not but we'll decide as it gets closer um but we were also watching pepper which is um my brother and sister-in-law's dog penny's bestie um all weekend because they were in vegas and so we kind of had planned on trying to stay kind of low-key since we had both of the dogs and everything so friday we just grabbed dinner and then that was like we're gonna stay home and like that was when we started to watch beef um so friday was pretty low-key i just um, was doing a lot of errands and I, I actually worked a pretty full day on Friday instead of my half day. I was ended up being kind of busy later in the afternoon, but Saturday kind of ran. Jeff was like, I think, did I share? He's like working on like a wood project for the wedding. I think uh, you shared on your Instagram. Oh, okay. So Jeff is, so I had wanted these marquee letters that are kind of popular right now for the wedding. And they're basically like, these four foot letters that like have lights and you can like spell out whatever. Well, I was like, Oh, that would be so fun to have like at the reception, like off the dance floor or something. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll do like our last name or something. And I like looked and it was so expensive. Like people rent these out for like $75 a letter. And I was like, Oh my gosh, our last name's long. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I was like, this is expensive. So then I like had mentioned it to Jeff. And so Jeff being the guy he is, he gets on YouTube, finds some like, tons of tutorials on there and he ends up like finding some like prints on etsy like or not prints but i guess like the blueprints on etsy and that's been like his project he's been working on the last week and so whenever he has some free time he's been working on that but instead of doing our name because we went back and forth and now we're just doing the word love because i was like you're gonna spend all this money there's no the whole point in us not renting was because we didn't want to spend the money but if you're gonna make them like let's at least pick something that we can sell after the wedding exactly it was like if we do our last name we're like stuck with it (laughs) you should just start renting them after well that's what i told jeff i was like if they turn out halfway decent i'll rent them out a couple times because we're not going to want to store them forever yeah but if i could rent them out a few times like before we sell them then i'll do that exactly but um Cause the way, cause when all is said and done, probably I would say for the price of renting one and a half letters is what he'll be able to do it all for. Oh my gosh. I think. Is that what he said? I don't remember. He like kind of, and he's going, he splurged a little bit on the lot. Like he could have done some things a little cheaper, but, um, so I'm excited to see how those turn out. Yay. What was my point of this? I guess, oh, he, so Jeff wanted to work on that for a little bit on Saturday before we went to, we had my cousin's 40th birthday party at Brewery X. 
And so while Jeff was working on his letters, I just ran a couple errands, went to Trader Joe's and stuff. And then I wanted to get more beef in. And so I watched a couple more of those episodes and then realized that day drinking just ruins everything when you're our age. <laughs> it does. Let me, let me tell you it does. <laughs> Cause yeah, we got to Brewery X just before like two o'clock and we were there until I think around five thirty six. And we just were home and we were like, well, I guess we're not. And my cousins ended up coming by for like a, another hour, hour and a half. But it was just like, Jeff and I had talked about going to dinner and we were like, no, we just, <laughs> not happening. We, we didn't do anything. We like snacked on some stuff and at the, in the house and went to bed early. We were like, Aww. day drinking is just not, no, not. It fruit. always sounds like a good idea. And then like, you just have to be okay with the fact that you're not doing anything after. Yeah, totally. Which is how I felt like I was, that's why I was glad we had bad service. Uh, so while we did have fun at brunch on Sunday, we did have bad service, which kept us from drinking very much. That's true. Because it took forever to get somebody to help us. So it was nice leaving brunch and not feeling, because usually brunch like makes you like, leaves Especially you. Especially if you do champagne. Champagne is like good night the rest of the day. Yep. And so it was nice to like get home and like not feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty much right after I got home, Pepper got picked up. And I, um, had, uh, I had found on Thursday or Friday, a last minute opening that like opened up. Cause there's like a local tiki bar that we love and the reservations usually like book up like a month in advance. But I was like, Oh, I really want to do one last tiki date before surgery. So for the last two weeks, I've been checking the website every day, trying to find an opening. And so I told Jeff, I was like, there's an opening at seven on Sunday, can we please go? And he was like, it's up to you. He's like, we don't, cause we don't ever go out on Sunday night. So he was like, if you really want to, I was like, well, I have off Monday, so I'm down. (laughs) That's (laughs) a yes for me. Yeah. So we went and hung out there for a little bit, which was nice. I like love that place. And then, um, I, we got home and I was like, oh, Jeff was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch the love is blind reunion. (laughs) And then we all know how all the drama that went on there. So I didn't get to do that. <laughs> but Monday I like woke up. I was like, oh, I'm going to get coffee and lay in bed and watch the Love is Blind reunion. Nope. Still couldn't watch it the next morning. Ridiculous. I was so annoyed. And then it finally like said like, it will be available to everyone at noon. I was like, I'm not, I'll just try again at noon then. <laughs> so I ended up finishing beef that morning <laughs> while I laid in bed, watched that. And then the rest of the day I just, I was like, I wanted to go. I had like errands I had to run, but they weren't like things I had to do. It was like, right. I wanted to go to Target, but I wanted to go to Target to walk around. It wasn't like, cause I needed to go to Target for exactly. anything. So I was like, you know what? I need to just like stay home. Like the house, cause especially after we dog sit, like the house needs to be like deep clean. Cause the dogs are like crazy and pepper sheds a lot. And so it need the house needs like a really good solid vacuuming and I need to vacuum the furniture and everything. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like vacuum. I'm going to do a bunch of laundry and I'm just going to take care of business, even though that's not what I want to do. And then, um, that night, just me and Annie had plans to go to dinner. We went to, um, a crab boil place. Have you ever been to those places? Yes. Is that like where you wear the bib and yeah. And you just, they bring out your seafood in a bucket or in a sack and you just go to town and get messy. Yeah. So we'd been saying we wanted to do that for a while. And, uh, and so she was like, 
I think like two weeks ago, she was like, can we please do crab oil before your surgery? She's like, we, we've been saying we were going to do it forever. So let's just go. So we went, we had clams and crab and shrimp and crawfish. We like yum had a really good dinner it was so good I hadn't gone in gear it had been a long time since I had done it so sounds so good it was so so good but speaking of that let's talk wellness updates you got you got any updates for us your surgery is so okay by the time this episode airs five days oh my gosh I think yeah because we're hold on speaking of wellness journeys hey Jeff he just brought me a lemon drop Oh, there Wait, we go. Jeff, you come back. Paper. Don't you want to be on the podcast for a minute, oh. please? I just want to ask you something. Okay. <laughs> Take your earphones off, your your earbuds off. We were just starting to talk about my surgery. How do you feel about my surgery? Nervous. Nervous. For me or you? You. <laughs> you Aww. can say you too. Aww. You don't mind if we talk. Okay, bye. <laughs> he's like, you got one question out of me. <laughs> but he brought you a lemon drop, so he's a keeper. He did. <laughs> I know, I asked him. I was like, can I, I was like, this is my last podcast recording before I'm giving up booze. So I was like, can I get a cocktail tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Please. So, hold on. Oh, so delicious. Oh, yeah. Did he sugar the rim and everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the best part of it. It definitely is. Oh, where is it? Oh, it won't even like show up on my camera. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, I've been like, we've been talking about it. Like he says he's nervous only for me, but I think he's nervous for him too. Like, which is understandable. Obviously his life's going to change too, but. But honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be like, not come out the right way, but it's, it's actually good that it's going to, your, both of your lives are going to change and it's not just going to be you, you know? Yeah. I mean, he physically can still do more than you can yeah. with like eating and drinking after this, but like, it's going to like force you both to like, cause you live together and you're a couple, like you're both going to like have changes together. It's not really going to be like one and not the other one overall. Like, and sure, I think it's probably- just, yeah. And it's just a couple of months where it's like on Thursday night, we're not going to do our normal date night. Like it's, Right. things are going to be a little different for a little bit and that's fine and but, then you'll be um, a cheap date for a while and then i will be a, such a cheap date <laughs> he's gonna be like wow i'm saving so much money <laughs> but yeah so we're like recording this episode way in advance like we had said because we have like both have some weeks that we're gonna have to take off but um so i'm still technically like three weeks away from my surgery but when you guys hear this it's gonna be five days yeah so um but Last Thursday, I met my surgeon in person for the first time. He was as great as I had hoped he would be. I got like just good vibes. We had good combo. We talked for about 20 minutes. Um, He basically was just like, hit me with any questions that you have. And then we talked mostly about like my pre-op or my post-op diet. Um, And then I confirmed with him about the liquid. Because I was like, I'm honestly like, I just want to confirm with you like what you want and what you feel is important and why because I was like because I was like it's such conflicting information out there yeah and like because so many people would like message me and be like why aren't you doing a liquid diet before and I'm like because that's what my surgeon told like they're like (laughs) I'm doing with what I've been told to do with my surgeon and um 
So he is only requiring that I do a liquid diet 24 hours prior. And then starting two weeks before um, I'm replacing um, every meal or not every meal, I'm replacing a meal a day with a protein shake. So, um, and then the two weeks um, prior is when I started to like, I'm making those biggest like cuts as well. And we'll be making most of my changes. Um, and then as far as the post-op, I'll be doing three weeks liquid, three weeks soft food. And then, um, which the liquid diet, that's like the protein shakes and, um, bone broth, popsicles, sugar-free jello, light Gatorade, zero, like cow beverages, like crystal light or whatever. Um, he did say I could have yogurt and sugar-free pudding too. So that was, um, nice to know. And that might help only for like the mental part of it, because you know, when you're drinking something, you don't have that satisfaction of like fork to mouth or like spoon to mouth. Like that might give you like the satisfaction of like, I'm like feeding myself something. Exactly. Where I'm not just literally taking sips and I'm actually getting to like take a quote unquote bite. So Um, so that will be the six weeks. And then after six weeks, it's basically back to just like introducing foods and figuring out what works and what doesn't feel good. Cause I mean, they say like how much your tastes change and things that like you've never had a reaction to before, like might give you the worst gas pains ever. Like you just don't know. So it'll be just trial and error of figuring out my new diet once the six weeks is done and um, to start, he wants me hitting 60 grams of protein every day. So, um, that will be my goal for a while. And then, uh, him and I also had a chat about my anxiety. I basically told him like, Hey, I've never had a serious, like, or I've never had surgery period. I've never been put under, like, I just, I'm so I'm nervous about it. Or, and I don't feel that nervous about it now, but I know, like, because I, I was super nervous, like, going to meet him on Thursday. I was like, if I'm anxious just to go meet with my doctor, like, how am I going to feel when I know it's like, this is it? Right. And so first he just, like, said all the official business stuff, like, okay, well, don't take anything prior. We need you to be 100% when you show up to the hospital that day so you can sign your consent forms and everything. He's like, but after that, talk to your anesthesiologist and they can give you something good to get you feeling good and help with the anxiety. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. But then like he had a quote, like he said something that I like absolutely loved. And he said a quote, like along the lines of like, I know you're scared, but not doing something is scary too. Knowing what you can be in 10 years is even scarier if you didn't do something now. And I then of course just started crying. (laughs) But it was like so true. It's like you think about like this is I know we've talked about this like I don't even know how many times Steph like talking about like no matter I think it's even been like in your quote of the week sometimes is like no matter which you choose is both both are scary. It's just a different kind of scary. And what is choose your hard, choose your scary mentality. Exactly. Yeah. So he just said, not doing something scary too, knowing where you can, like, if you were to look at where you could be in 10 more years, that's even scarier. So right. he's like, you're doing the right thing by doing something now. And then, um, 
it was funny like as I was crying like you could tell like he's used to this (laughs) (laughs) he's used to people crying in his office (laughs) um so then though on the way out when I was talking to the girl at the front desk she gave me so they give me like um there's like a body wash that I have to use like the night before in the morning of and she was like giving me some of that And then she gave me, I showed you guys this at brunch. I have never heard one person talk about it. So I'm so curious if this is like a thing, but they gave me a medical card and it's basically so that after my surgery, when I go to restaurants, I if there's like a restaurant that like wants to say, I can't have a kid's meal or a senior meal or something like that, I can show this card and they basically have to give it to me. And at that price. (laughs) I cannot imagine. So it's weird because I've never heard of this either, but I cannot imagine your surgeon making this up and being like, here's a card, go have fun. And I haven't Googled it or anything. I just think it's weird that I've never heard anyone talk about it. And she was like, (laughs) the girl even was like, you can use it at a buffet, like whatever, like you can, so that you're not having to pay the $60 adult price when you're going to go and eat like a bird, like you're going to eat like nothing. So it's supposed to be, which I honestly love this. I'll be curious to see how much I use it because I'm not a big leftover girly. So if there is something I ever want to get and, and to be honest, I see what kids meals are. Sometimes I have a niece and nephew and like their kids meals are like huge. Like even a kid's meal will be plenty of food. (laughs) Exactly. So I thought that was super interesting. I should have like brought the card out to see what it said, but it basically was like, to tell it, you show it to an establishment and they basically tell you that they have to give you because I'm, I have a special stomach. I have to be given <laughs> special um, privileges to get a kid's meal or a senior I meal. Like so it. That's a I thought that was super interesting. So I have that in my wallet. Um, I'll be definitely curious to hear some of you. If you tell me if you guys have heard of this or not, those of you who've also had surgery, um, and then, sorry, I have like a lot. I went from like not having any like updates to I had a lot <laughs> going on this update. last week. Um, so then I have my appointment for this Friday for my blood work, my chest x-ray and my EKG. Hopefully there won't be anything. I mean, last time I've gotten blood work in the last year, like I don't expect, like, I don't expect anything to come out of that. Fingers crossed. And then um, next week. So this was what, when they called me to schedule me for my blood work, my chest x-ray and my EKG. She was like, have you done your appointment with your primary doctor? And I was like, what appointment? And she was like, for your final approval. I was, or to, to approve that you're having the surgery or something like that. And I was like, well, she referred me and like, or she didn't refer me, but like, I told her I was having the surgery and she said, okay. Like, I, don't, I was like, I don't, she's like, no, you yeah. have to like go. And I was like, well, my surgery is in a couple of weeks and it's not always that easy to just like get in with your primary. Right. So she was like, I'll call for you and I'll get you in. It's like, okay. And then they ended up calling me and they were like, I could tell the lady was so annoyed and she, uh, but she got me in for one afternoon next week. So I have to like, they're squeezing me in to go see my primary. So I don't really know what that's about, but I guess I'm going to like say, She'll probably maybe review my blood work and my chest x-rays and stuff and then just say, okay, like, I don't know. But wouldn't that be the shits if she was like, nope, you can't do it. Oh my God. (laughs) Which I know is not going to be the case because I've already had the conversation with her, but I was just like, anytime there's another like thing that could possibly be a 
Yeah, there's been so much and it does like they just need one checklist that's like this is what have you missed anything on the checklist yet? And it's just because every I think it's every single insurance for every single company is different. Like my we could have the same insurance, but it could be different requirements at different companies still. Like it's just I don't I think any situation is the same. And so I have that. And then the final appointment will be then the following Friday. So right the day before. So when you guys are listening to this in two days, um, I will have to go get my COVID test. But I am scared about that because when you listen to this, I'll be in San Diego for a work conference for three days. And I'm just like nervous, like being at a conference with like hundreds of people, like that's when you get sick. Right. And so I'm like, maybe I'm just going to wear a mask. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm like, I will be pissed if I get COVID and I have to reschedule my surgery, I'll be pissed. So, I mean, I mean you can get sick from anywhere though, too. I, I know the chances of getting sick are, are higher being around that many people, for sure. but like you literally could get sick, like going to the grocery store or something too. So yeah, fingers crossed you are healthy. Don't get anything. Yeah. And surgeries ago. Surgeries ago. So the days, the countdown is on and we're getting close. So, so next episode, you guys. Oh, uh, well, no, because we're recording, I think, one more. So in <laughs> the next episode, you won't know about the surgery yet. <laughs> uh, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. We're getting there. What about you, Steph? So not nearly as many updates here. <laughs> I'll make it quick. Um, I am doing better the last couple weeks with getting back to like consistent tracking and um, just tracking no matter what doesn't mean every day is perfect, but getting back into that habit of tracking and being like mentally aware of what I'm eating and how much I'm going like over or under on something in a day. So that's been good because that's honestly just a habit that you have to start doing again. So it feels good to be doing that habit. Yeah. I'm super annoyed because I have another injury. I literally like every time I message my coach, I feel like I feel like she's going to like drop me or something (laughs) because I'm just like, this so isn't me. Like, I'm not a huge complainer. I'm not like sensitive to like, I don't like, like, you know, like I don't even take like Tylenol if I have a headache. Like I'm not like a sensitive person that just complains about things hurting all the time. Yet the past six months or probably not even six months past three months, maybe I feel like I've had like nothing but like injury issues with yeah. working out. And it's been really, really frustrating. Like to the point that like I get super dramatic and I'm just like, well, I never had these injuries before. I literally have never had injuries to my my back or my knee before. So like, why am I even working out? Which is like so stupid to think about. Um, Cause even Jordan today was like, I've seen you like bend down to get something before. And he's like, you do not properly like, pick things up like (laughs) he's like you use your back and blah 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 and I'm like so I probably did it to myself like I was going through the workout and I'm like because I hurt my back I'm so dramatic I'm gonna explain to you how it feels and then what the reality of what it probably is so basically I got home from my workout I was fine the whole workout I'm like huffing and puffing like I always do in a workout but then I get home 
and I'm like out of breath, but this has happened to me before. I don't have asthma, but I've had this before and I've gone to the doctors multiple times for it. And so I have an inhaler. So like, if I ever have like that feeling in my chest of like not catching my breath, like uh-huh. I have an inhaler like to help with it. So I'm like, Oh, need my inhaler. So I got my inhaler, did it. And then I'm sitting on the couch and I like, cannot breathe. Like I'm like, I just like, can't get like a deep breath, you know? Uh And so it was frustrating, but I'm like, I'm just going to try to like, go to sleep, like calm down, go to sleep, whatever. Had so much trouble the whole night sleeping. Like it literally felt like my lung was bruised or something. Like I could feel it on like the front of my chest and like my back, like in the same place. And I'm like, I feel like I like punctured, punctured, how do you say that word? Punctured, punctured a lung, like so dramatic. Like my brain is going to like, there's literally nothing I could have done to do that. Like nothing. (laughs) And so, but that's how I felt like all day at work too. And so because it's hurting and because I'm like not getting a deep breath, like because it hurts, um, I'm like sitting weird at work all day too. So because I'm like overcompensating for that, I'm sitting funny at work and now my entire lower back hurts. So I'm a mess right now. So does like, it still feel like that lung feeling? So it's like a little bit better. Like I definitely like can breathe better. Like I feel like I'm not like having that like need to like d- breathe super dramatic, but it's still sore. Like I'd say it's sore more than um hurting. But Jordan was like, I'm sure you like bruised your sternum or something. Like I don't think it's your lung. <laughs> I don't even think you can bruise your lung, can you? I, I don't I just didn't know how to describe it. I'm like, it's like here. So I feel like it's got it's related to my breathing. So it has to be my lung. Yeah. He's like, I'm sure it's like your sternum or something. So I was like talking to my coach and I'm like, it could have been this. Like I was doing these like dumbbell rows on the bench where you like set the bench at a 45 degree angle and then you're on your chest yeah. at the 40 and then doing it. And I'm like, that's the only thing I can think of that like would have like put a lot of like pressure on my chest. So I don't know. I'm dramatic. I'm injured again. It's (laughs) annoying. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like if I wasn't working out, I'd be perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) Not working out never made me injured. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I, my mind, like that's my mindset. Sometimes I can go from like zero to like the worst so quick. And like, that's how I was like, today and last night like I was just like this never would have happened if I didn't work out so being lazy would never do this to me yes um but I'm like realistically that's not it I it just scares me like sometimes I think like I'm not a pro with like not that I'm like lifting crazy weights like I'm really not I'm doing a lot of like dumbbell and kettlebell workouts for the most part but I'm just like I'm so I haven't I've never been properly trained in a gym and so sometimes I think like because of these injuries that I've had, like it would benefit me to have an in-person trainer, even if it's just for like a short period of time to like learn how to properly lift and stuff. Cause clearly I'm doing something wrong and I don't want to keep getting injured. Like it, it sucks like really, really bad. Um, so that's annoying. Um, need to get back into my walks again. Like I talked about earlier, like work was weird for a while with everything going on and then it's just been busy, but I, I need to, get back to like putting it on my calendar and just stepping away for 15 minutes twice a day. Yep. Um, I feel better when I do, it helps my day go by faster. Um, so I need to get back to that. I've been doing good on the no drinking on weeknights, even at Jordan's, um, work event. I've been really sticking to that. So Wednesday, the Thursday, I'm like no alcohol rule. Wednesday, the Thursday. 
I didn't on Thursday either. No, you said Wednesday through Thursday. No, no, no. Monday through Thursday. (laughs) I was like, look at you with your two days a week. (laughs) One night a week. I'm not just kidding. Um, There's going to be an exception next week, or I guess this week through next week, because um, we will be gone for a week living out of hotels for a, a work event for Jordan and then a conference for me. So um there's obviously going to be like drinks involved at both of those events and it's going to be a tough week so right when you like start getting on track again something comes up and that's life so um I'm excited for the next week but I'm also like great is this going to have to be like another reset for me you know but that's about it those are my updates let's talk pop culture let's talk love is blind okay Let's, well, I mean, so this is what we realized is we, we've been every week, like taking our notes and going through like the previous week's love is blind. But then because we also had Courtney on last week, now it's like extra behind. And so like, y'all are like, we watched the weddings and the reunions like two weeks ago, Laura and Steph, <laughs> we don't care, but we still feel like we won't go into it as much detail because we've all moved on at this point, but we still got to talk about it a little bit. We have um, to. I mean, first of all, like just the drama of the hype that was made having a live reunion and then the disaster that it was. It was a disaster. I literally, it was supposed to start at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And I sat there because it kept like refreshing, like on its own for an hour. And after an hour, I was like, do you want to go for a walk? Like it's not coming on. Like. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. So we went for a walk, but oh my God, people were pissed. Me and you had talked about like having like our own little watch yes. party. And thank God we didn't. I would have been pissed. Yes, I would have too. Yeah, it was such it was, a mess. I, I don't checking Twitter though. And while we were on our walk, like a couple of people on Twitter said, oh, like it's on or whatever. So Jordan was like, do you want to go back? I'm like, it's not that serious. We can finish our walk and then, yeah. and then I'll go back and start it. And so when we got home, it was still doing the refresh thing but I was able to fast forward the live like an hour and 15 minutes or something into it. And then it started. Yeah. Then. See, I never That's even it got, it would go to an error screen every time. And then it was funny. Cause like everybody was saying they still weren't in. And Jeff was like, I'm going to try just cause Jeff was like wanting to see if he could get through. And of course it <laughs> pops on, on his phone. Cause oh we were like gosh. out at, we were out at the Tiki bar, but I was like, so invested. I was so mad, like how invested I was <laughs> and he could get in. And then like, everybody's like, they still can't get in. And yeah, I wasn't able to get in until the next day at noon. Uh, so. Such but, a bad look for Netflix. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk w- the weddings real quick. Can we believe Kwame said I do? I was shocked and I actually am liking them more, but I still don't see it lasting forever. Like, no, it's crazy. Cause it's been, I mean, they've been married now for a year and they definitely, he looked happier at the reunion than he ever did. Like, so you're like, was that an edit? Did they just want you to think? And that that's the, the thing. Time? You don't know what the bad edits are that these people are getting. I've said it before. And then Kwame, I think even said it on the reunion is that like, you guys see like a one, not even 1% of like our relationship. Right. So I don't know. I Can still I mention when they did the cribs style thing at their house and they were walking through their apartment and they have panoramic views of Puget sound. Oh, like, I have that in my notes. 
do? That house like, is insane. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. And no, I was looking was... at their jobs last night and I'm like, she's a speech language pathologist. So she probably makes six figures, I'm guessing, but but not like the high end of six but figures. But not Puget Sound figures. No. I don't and know. He, and he's a um a business development manager or some or something like that. So I'm like, he has the potential to make a lot of money, but like it just it still feels very excessive. Seattle's very expensive as it is. To live yes. in Puget Sound is like another level. Like that's and have Bill Gates lives. <laughs> I was like, Bill Gates it. lives in the Puget yeah. Sound. Like <laughs> what? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That house was freaking, yeah. I mean, because it looks small. Like, it definitely looked like a condo, but, like, the view was, like, incredible. It was all windows. All windows, yeah. It looked amazing. Um, But, yeah, even at the wedding, Kwame was still acting like he was being held hostage. Like, I could feel, like, in his face, he was saying, like, help me. And yeah. it just, and they would do flashbacks to the pods, and that's when you could really see he was a different person. Like, he literally looked so happy and, like, very different in the pods versus like the last couple episodes when he like looked like he couldn't stand Courtney. So yeah. I don't know. It's crazy that they're still together, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then getting ready for the wedding next was Paul and Micah. They both obviously seemed like they were having doubts. So I really did not know where that was going. Obviously Paul seemed the most unsure. Um, but they well how would how did it go so he she was asked first if she did do and she said no I want him to ask answer first and And honestly because they showed this part in one of the previews of this episode and I legitimately thought that she was gonna break his heart did you I thought she was being shady interesting well I mean I get it I wouldn't want like I would rather not say yes. And then they say no. And then you look like an idiot. I mean, you look like an idiot either way. So I don't know. Right. But then of course, Micah's friend Shelby, she was like, I'm so happy and relieved. This is how I wanted it to go. And I was just like, it's called She's the worst. bitch. She is a bitch. And she was like, Micah was super defensive of her on, <laughs> on the reunion as well. Cause of yeah. course they asked about her, but um, then we had the Tiffany and Brett wedding. Of course, like, all perfect brett did ask tiffany's dad for his blessing and i feel like nobody ever asks that like nobody ever talks to the parents like even if it is like the day of or something i don't know that's weird so i thought that was really sweet um do you think brett overreacted about his suit so yes and no like (laughs) how much they focused on it in the episode makes it look like yes he overreacted but if this is your wedding day like, I'm pretty sure Jeff. But he did get, like, you've never seen that side of him. Like, he got real mad. Right. He was, and it was even funny because during the reunion, he posted an Instagram story yeah. that was trying to blame the delays on, like, his suit needing to get to. So he's, like, he's literally, like, making himself a meme now. Yeah. So. Loved it. Um, I did notice that it took me three weddings, but then I noticed it was, like, my gosh, this is the first time that all of the weddings have been at the same venue. Because usually all of the weddings are somewhere different. Oh. So this was, they like switched up the flowers, but like, which I thought the venue was beautiful. It was in that tent, but it was like the mountains and stuff, like outside, like it looked like it was in a beautiful location. But um, I thought it was interesting. They did every, so I'm like, are they all in like 
was it like a different day like five days in a row or were like, they I like wonder... staged like next, next yeah or did they all get married the same day like I wondered did they have one big party all together like yeah I don't because I'm like clearly they're trying to save some money so I wonder <laughs> and then I just put Brett and Tiffany are the best I love they them are. um and then oh and then I made a note that there's so much like cheering and dancing after they both said I do and I was like only on this show like when Jeff and I say I do like it's not going to be the suspenseful moment that like everybody's like like excited (laughs) that we both yeah like obviously like how often (laughs) is that it is a suspenseful moment where you're like oh I don't know if everyone's gonna say I do are you gonna give Jeff the opportunity to say I do first at your wedding yeah I'm gonna make sure he has to say it first I don't want to be embarrassed um (laughs) And then we got to Zach and Bliss and I totally got this vibe that Zach's sister kind of looked like Irina. (laughs) Um, I went in definitely at this moment thinking they were both going to say yes. And I was really happy that they both did. I, they're growing on me. I love them. And I loved that freaking bliss's dad even walking her down the aisle he was still being a dick and bliss's mom you could tell like hates him yeah like she like basically like rolled her eyes and she like looked at bliss and she was like just know that i'm here with you kind of thing like whatever this guy says like just know i'm here to support you and it's like ignore him yeah but um yeah they both said i do so three out of the four weddings ended up in marriage which is I think a high number compared to past seasons it seems high for like what it is and that they're all together like I honestly thought so I was like okay three out of four and then I thought we were going to get to the reunion and I thought Kwame and Chelsea wouldn't be together I knew Brett and Tiffany would I thought because I was telling Jordan at the reunion I'm like they've this is this was filmed a year ago just because they got married doesn't mean they're still together now and the fact that they all three were like shocked me yeah Okay, I forgot to bring this up when we talked about it. So you cried. You told me you cried with Micah and Paul. I did. Because I just felt like, I felt so bad for both of them. I felt so bad for her getting, because like, I you put yourself in her shoes and you're like in front of your families and all of your friends. And then you get your heart broken and getting your heart broken is hard anyways, but you get it done in front of a stage of people that all know and love you. And then, so my heart was like broken for her. And then I also was like, so sad for Paul at the time, because I felt like he truly did love her. And I think he really did struggle with like making his decision. And he had to make a decision that he felt was honestly best for both of them. And so I was just like, oh my God, this had to be so hard for both of them. I'm like (laughs) full blown crying. I was so sad for them. Yeah, I did not cry until the very end when Zach and Bliss started dancing to Hope You Dance. Oh my God. Then I started crying. That came full circle to the pods. Yes, it was really sweet and I loved it and I definitely cried then. Um, And then what I felt at the end, because at the end they like did like a little montage asking basically all the couples who got married, like if they agree that love is blind and- that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because obviously if you ask a couple that ended up staying together, they're going to, it's going to be like a positive response. Yeah. But if you ask um, Irina if love is blind, yeah. <laughs> then, I mean, it's, if it worked out, then of course you're going to say that it is like, I don't know. I just feel like we're not asking the right people. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a very biased question. Exactly. Um, but then yeah, reunion 
like I said, shocked everyone was still together. I honestly thought Nick and Vanessa suck. I've always thought the reunion sucked. Like every year I get so excited because reunions are what I live for when it comes to Real Housewives. Like reunions are like chef's kiss, the best thing on television. So that's like what I want. There's like so much juicy stuff we could be getting into for Love is Blind reunion. And I'm like, Nick and Vanessa suck. I was like, we need to call Andy Cohen and be like, hey, can you come in here and give us a real reunion? Because they're awful. I just was not. I don't know. I just felt like, especially with all like, because we were already all excited for the reunion. And then the like hype and weight of like it not playing and like all of us waiting and building it up more and more. It was just like such a letdown. (laughs) I would agree. Um, but yeah, Chelsea and Micah, I mean, um, Chelsea and Kwame, I mean, they seemed happier than they did on their wedding day. I don't know. I agree. It was, um, it was weird, but maybe he's, but like, maybe he wasn't too sure, but then they've like spent more time together and then he like fell in love with her more out. Like he thought he loved her, but like, maybe he's really fallen in love with her since then. I don't know. Cause now that it's like out in the open that like all these people are still couples or whatever, and they don't have to hide it. Like they've started to all like post more on their social media about like their past year together and stuff. And uh, both Kwame and Chelsea have posted pictures and Kwame's sister has posted pictures and tagged Chelsea. So she reposted it and it shows her at, um, with Kwame's family for Thanksgiving and Christmas and they're all wearing matching pajamas and it shows Chelsea with Kwame's nieces and she's like they love Auntie Chelsea and like she full-on seems completely invested in in yeah they said that she met Kwame's mom and all is good and I don't know like it seems like every I mean unless they have us totally fooled it seems like all all is good in paradise I agree and then um everything was good with Zach and Bliss it seemed they Bliss at least tried to convince us that Zach and her dad like are besties now I don't know if I believe well, that and she said her dad has come around and is actually paying for their honeymoon too yeah I saw which I thought that was a weird flex that was like just a weird comment to make but I I mean yeah from like a from like a money standpoint to be like daddy's buying me a, a trip like yes but well, it just seemed it, like I weird because I was like way. that doesn't mean he like I don't feel like that means he approves of the relationship or anything. Like, it just seemed weird to me. I don't know. That's true. He, I think he had, like, a lot of money. So I wouldn't, like, just because he's maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But um, Irina came out. That was all stupid. I don't, I mean, I could, I went back and I went on, I found her Instagram and I, like, went and, like, watched her. Like, she did, like, an apology video. And I don't know. Stupid. And then her, like, her, like, trying to blame, like, mental health on, like, how she behaves and stuff was just, like, you're pretty awful. Yeah, Zach was, like, not getting, taking any of it. He was, like, yeah, you were just here to get famous, like. I love that he said that, because it's so true. And then when, um, and then him and Bliss even said, like, Irina, while she was still in Mexico, like, so she basically her and Zach just broke up, text Bliss and was like, hey, you dodged a bullet. But then also text Zach and was like, hey, I hope you make things work with Bliss. Like, it was just like, she's so gross. I don't like it's her. Um, but, um, and I'm not going to lie. I was on my phone a little bit during all the Paul and Micah stuff. Oh, yeah. 
he he was kind i don't know i she looked beautiful though i loved her dress i think uh, she had very much um dressing for revenge vibes like um like ariana from vanderpump rules (laughs) had at the reunion like the red like flashy dress was like everything um I feel like she was so uncomfortable like it was hard to even watch her when she was sitting there not talking because she just looked so uncomfortable and I think he was being I think he was saying things that like weren't fair at at points Um, that's how I felt and that's why I was confused like when everybody was or not everybody when Paul claimed that Vanessa was being like super biased and was like pressing certain questions like I didn't feel like that I feel like if you're gonna claim that you left her because she's not gonna be a good mother then like yeah you like that's something like you should own up and explain and he couldn't explain it but I thought it was weird because then like he put out something about how Vanessa was like so biased and obviously like has a friendship with Micah or something in the way that she was asking questions and then she ended up sending him flowers with like an apology note I was like this is so weird. Please, seriously. I should see you went and deep dove on everyone's pages afterwards on Instagram. Yeah. I should have done that. <laughs> I'm so involved in their social medias. <laughs> um, and then even Zach came after Micah, which I thought was weird. I did not like that at all. Um, and then can we talk about next? We have Josh and Jackie via they didn't come because they had received death threats. And Vanessa basically treating them like they're all besties. Yeah, no. She was like, thanks for being here. Da, da, da. Like, I know, she was not. like so nice to them. She was not hard on them at all. Like no. hit them with no hard hitting questions. Hated it. Yeah. Not, not a fan at all. Those two uh, have to have, I think honestly, like this is probably going to be bad to say, but I think like anyone that's with Jackie is going to be a toxic person because she's a toxic person yeah, until they, she like works on fixing herself. Yeah. like she nobody's gonna change her like she has to change herself so she's clearly in a toxic relationship and to end things tiffany asleep on the couch or <laughs> was asleep on the couch again but no zach singing to bliss again that was so cute also kind of cringe so cringe but so sweet i love how they showed them like like they're showing him singing but then they also have like the little like live video watching like their reactions uh-huh. to singing and how is nobody like busting up i would have wanted like, to yeah. though you could tell like they had like a smirk on their face <laughs> like they were kind of wanting to laugh oh my god can i tell you the other thing that i th- thought was so inappropriate was when vanessa lachey asked she literally went in a circle and asked each couple when their plans for- were going to be to have children like why is she assuming they're having children she talked about it so much during the whole episode and then it was super dumb at the end when she did that i thought it was so inappropriate and then we have batiste of all people who was like a nightmare of a person last season who's like asking people like have a baby like me and it's like no you are the last role model that anybody should be trying to have their life built after like i was so annoyed like you do not know what these people's situations are like stop it first of all how do you know they want children you don't have to have children how do you know they physically can have children i know like how do you i just think like this is 2023 and people should know better now 
than to like ever ask somebody that question and it wasn't even like she just asked one of the couple like it was literally like all she cared about half the episode like she could if she really wanted to like make a comment because i'm sure people do wonder like she could have just said generally like anybody have any babies on the way or something and then i'm like no don't go in a circle like i thought tiffany's answer was like definitely my favorite like she was like you know, we're married. We have a lot of life we still want to live. We have a lot we want to do together before we're like, we bring a new life into this world. Like we are just enjoying being married. We are enjoying still getting to know each other and explore the world together. Like, I just felt like her answer was like, like res- really respectfully shut down Vanessa Lachey to be like, I'm sorry, like that we didn't get married and have kids a month later. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that like that's your expectation and that's not like all of ours, you know. Totally. So, anyway, <sighs> you want to do some bed wed dead? Yes, please. Let's do while we're right in the midst of spring. Let's do a flower edition. Oh, did we have a listener turn this one in? We, I think this is mine. I think I like thought of this in a trader. Oh, Joe's you thought of this in a dream. Trader Joe's. Oh, he said in a dream. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so what are our three go, flowers? Let's go roses, peonies, and sunflowers. Who are you going to bed with? Um, all right. Only my wed is very easy for me. I guess I'm going to go to bed with roses. Same. And I feel like I'm going to go to bed with, I don't hate roses. Um, I, th- I don't love red roses. I like other color of roses mixed with other flowers. But like me to, me, to me, roses, um, this is going to sound so bad, but to me, roses are like kind of lazy. Like they're just stereotypical. They seem like the stereotype. Yeah. Like they're just, they're almost like they're special, but they're not, you know? Yeah. Um, And I get it. Like some guys don't know about flowers, but like then learn your girlfriend or learn your wife or whatever and learn what kind of flowers she likes and just don't go roses all the time because it's easy and stereotypical but like I don't mind getting roses once in a while so I can go to bed with roses but I don't want to be married and have roses forever sure yep I agree okay who are you who are you going who are you marrying my favorite flower ever a peony me too specifically a pink peony love me peonies one of my favorites they're fluffy, they're beautiful, they're romantic. Always my favorite. And I love like how they bloom too. Like you go to Trader Joe's and you buy them and like two days later, they're just like they com- a completely different flower. Oh yeah, because when you get it, it's flower. like a golf ball. Yes. And then they and just love it. poof into this big, ruffly, pretty flower. Literally my favorite flower. And I guess we're both killing off sunflowers. Yeah. Just not a fan. Like, I feel like they're messy. Like, the little stuff in, like, the middle, like, gets everywhere after, like, a few days. Yeah, I mean, they last a long time, but they freaking, if you do keep them a little too long, they freaking stink. And, I don't know. The stems are just, like, huge. Like, they're just, like, they just don't feel like they're meant to be, like, in a vase in your house. They feel like they're meant to be, like, in a field somewhere. Okay. Fair. There we go. Let, Let us know your choices on on Wine Over Matters Instagram page. Let us know what you choose. Let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? 
my flavor of the week, surprise, surprise, we're coming back to Trader Joe's, um, <laughs> is the Pollo Asado. I want to say I talked about this last week or my stories or something. Thank you. Um, but I think, oh, I did talk about it last week about my taco flop and yes. I made two salty tacos. And so I switched to Pollo Asada and it was a crowd pleaser between the crowd of one that I have here. And um, so I did it again this week and we are obsessed. You can get it. I think it's like $8.49 a pound and it's so good. It's like perfectly like it's cut like carne asada would be cut like really thin strips of meat. So it makes grilling it like really fast. It's like four or five minutes on each side and it's done. Um, and it's seasoned and marinated like perfectly. And I just grill it up like on the stove top and then slice it into smaller pieces, throw it in a tortilla and you have like the easiest tacos ever. And especially for two people, like we are, we have leftovers the next day. So it's like, we can always plan what dinner is Wednesday because we know we can do tacos or burrito bowls or something with it the next night. So it makes a really, really easy and delicious meal we love doing tacos um every Tuesday and kind of making that like a weekly thing so we know like every Tuesday we do some kind of version of tacos so we've liked doing that um and then the macros really aren't that bad either I mean per serving and a serving's four ounces so when you think of like how many ounces of meat you're putting in like two or three tacos like that's probably yeah. about right um so 130 calories 21 grams of protein per serving like it's really not bad so we love it sounds it's good easy. I've never tried it it's so worth trying it's easy and delicious like Jordan even said again tonight he's like I I love this like he's like you have to keep buying this we have to keep doing this so I'm sure we'll keep doing it for like a few weeks and then he'll be like can we switch it up so yeah. <laughs> now I'm sick um, of it but definitely a crowd pleaser and wor- worth a try what about you? What's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week this week is the Chobani Greek yogurt drinks. Um, I've seen these in the stores forever. Never thought to try them. Never. I always just assumed it was like a bottled smoothie and probably like, I just didn't ever look at the macros, never thought anything of it. I had some people recommend it for um, my liquid stage and during just like the early stages to get an extra protein after my surgery. Um, so I bought some different ones so I could try some different flavors and I am obsessed. So I've had like four flavors. There's so many different flavors. It's just like yogurt, like come in tons of flavors. Um, the regular ones have 10 grams of protein. The Chobani complete ones have 20 grams. So like such a good like thing to mix up from like protein shakes if you want a little something different. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be a staple in my liquid diet for sure. And then probably just in the future to help get in the protein. Um, I was able to find a case at Costco. So, and that came with like two flavors and it was by far the best deal. But if I want the Chobani completes, which have the more of the protein, those I've only been able to find like in single bottles. So, I mean, they are pricier because you're spending a couple bucks a pop, but if that's your meal, it's doesn't seem all that bad, but I've seen them at the grocery store, Target, Walmart, etc. Um, nice. but yeah, delicious. So good. Very I'm cool. Obsessed. I'll have to give it a try sometime. Yeah. You got a quote to send us out? I do. The quote of the week is if you want more, you have to stop accepting less. And nice. that's basically just telling you to stop accepting less so that you can open the doors to finding more. And again, I feel like every quote I ever say, I'm like, this literally applies to everything. It yeah. applies to your career, your romantic relationship, your family relationships, friendships, your health. Like if you are unhappy with where you're at, you can't expect that things are going to change by continuing to accept less from 
yourself or others. So if you want more, you have to stop accepting less. I love it. Um, all right, I guess that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, zoned out. Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. If you have a moment, go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers.